Connor Bedard and Peter Morazic, the co-MVPs of the Blackhawks in the first half, carry them to a 2-1 win over the Winnipeg Jets. On today's episode, I'll dive into Bedard's two-goal performance, Morazic stopping 37 of the 38 shots that he faced, and much, much more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome on into another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can go and give me a quick follow on X at Jack Bushman, too. And make sure to go and follow my strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And also just a quick reminder, if you like what you're watching or what you're listening to today, then please make sure to go and show some support real quick by smashing the like button, commenting down below and subscribing to the Lockdown Blackhawks YouTube channel. All of that is 100% free. It won't cost you anything and really does help me out tremendously. So please, please, please make sure to take care of that real quick. And you can also go and turn on those push notifications to get notified when the episode's uploaded each and every day. In today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks is sponsored by Game Time. Make sure to go and download the Game Time app right now and use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL in all caps. That way you can get $20 off to the sporting events, concerts, or theater events near you. All right, good afternoon, everyone. Again, thank you all for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. Holy cow, what a win for the Chicago Blackhawks last night. Two to one over the Winnipeg Jets at the United Center. Biggest crowd of the season on hand to witness it. Connor Bedard with both goals for the Hawks, including the overtime winner. It was just the result the Blackhawks were needing after a pair of pretty heartbreaking losses following the Christmas break to the Montreal Canadiens and the St. Louis Blues, where they gave up five unanswered goals in both of them to go on and lose those games. Uh, they really needed this win back at home to kind of reset things following the Christmas break. But don't get it twisted. It wasn't, despite the result, it wasn't the prettiest performance out of the Blackhawks last night. They surely needed their fair share of breaks from Mr. Goalpost, I think, Winnipeg hit the post four or five times in this one, and they also needed a ton of help from their goaltender once again to get the job done. And Peter Morazic, as I've been saying all season long, it feels like, was absolutely unbelievable last night. And even though Connor Bedard was responsible for both of the Blackhawks' goals, I'll get to that in just a second, Blackhawks fans. Don't worry, I'm rocking the Betsy jersey for the first time here. Just got this bad boy for Christmas. I'm sure a lot of uh, Blackhawks fans that got Bedard jerseys for Christmas are wearing them for the first time here today. I know he was responsible for both Blackhawks goals. I'll get to that in just a second. But to me, Peter Morazic is still undoubtedly the number one star of the game here because without him, if you watch this game in regulation, it easily, especially in the first 40 minutes, I mean, the Blackhawks easily could have been chasing a three or four to one deficit or maybe even more heading into the third period. But Morazic, after kind of giving up a little bit of a softy to Justin Barron, beating him, or Morgan Barron, excuse me, 
beating him five hole there early on in the second period. Other than that, he was absolutely flawless. And there were a lot of chances where the Jets were, you know, they caught the Blackhawks in scramble mode in front of their own goaltender. Um, They had a lot of good looks that Peter Morazic denied. Also, four power play opportunities for the Jets as well. I thought the Blackhawks did a decent job while shorthanded of limiting the high danger chances, but still Peter Morazic, in my opinion, was undoubtedly their best penalty killer. And like he's been all season long, it feels like whenever the Blackhawks are winning games, Peter Morazic has to be at the forefront of it. It feels like that's what it takes for the Chicago Blackhawks to win games. So wasn't the best performance in front of him, but Peter Morazic was on his A game once again, stopping 37 of the 38 shots that he faced, including all 13 that he saw in the first period, which was really crucial because the Blackhawks, Luke Richardson mentioned before this game that he was really hoping that his team would be able to get off to a fast start following the holiday break. Well, the opposite happened. The Blackhawks didn't record a shot on goal until like 15, the 15 minute mark in the first period. It took them forever just to register a shot on goal, but somehow they came away with a one nothing lead after 20 minutes. That's because Morazic was ready to go right from the opening whistle, stopped all 11 shots that he faced in or all 13 shots that he faced in the first period, excuse me, plus all 11 that he saw in the third period and overtime to help the Blackhawks get the victory. To me, he's the number one star of the game for the Blackhawks. And I got to mention Peter Morazic's numbers on the season here now, Blackhawks fans, because they truly are incredible. Not only does he now have um, nine, nine wins in uh, 21 outings this season, which I mean, to be winning nearly half of your starts, With this Blackhawks team, that kind of speaks for itself. That's pretty gosh darn impressive. But he now has a 9-11-1 record to go along with a 2-9-8 save percentage, a 9-11 or a 2.98 goals against average, 9-11 save percentage, and one shutout this season. A goals against below three with this Blackhawks defense that not only has been having rookies, numerous rookies in the lineup throughout the course of the season, sometimes as many as four or five rookies in the lineup because of all the injuries, Peter Morazic is still having one of his best seasons of his entire career. And it's really, really impressive. And if those numbers don't stand out enough to you, then go and look at what Arvid Soderblom is doing this year. Not only is he uh, 2 and one which is pretty bad, but he also has a goals against average of four 15 and a save percentage of 870. So yeah, Peter Morazic has been stellar all season long for the Blackhawks. Uh, and as Connor Bedard put it in his post-game interview when uh, speaking with Jenna Rose to the United Center faithfully said he's been the rock for the Blackhawks all season long. And that's why I've been saying he's the co-MVP right alongside Bedard. Connor's been the one who's been carrying the offense. Morazic's been the one who's been doing all the work between the pipes to shut things down defensively. Um, and it's just so awesome to see Peter Morazic having this type of bounce back campaign. And during his own post-game presser, he mentioned to the Blackhawks media, what he really attributes to this is just being healthy. That's really something that's just plagued him for the last three or four seasons and really hasn't allowed him to get into a groove. And right now he's already... Um, on pace to make 40 starts for the first time since the 2018 to 2019 campaign. And he's absolutely deserving of it with the way that he's been performing with the Blackhawks. And quite honestly, given Arvid Soderblom's struggles, I do wonder if Luke Richardson is going to turn it up a little more, going to give 
Peter Mrazek some more and more starts here. The one thing I will say is they don't want to risk overworking Mrazek because if he goes down, then the Blackhawks are really in a situation. But um, an incredible, incredible first half so far for Peter Mrazek. And what a time for him to be doing it, by the way, Blackhawks fans. The guy's in the midst of a contract year. And given Arvid Soderblom's struggles, I mean, I, I think the plan for the Blackhawks entering this offseason, and I'm sure there there wasn't anything set in stone here, but I feel like they would have liked to see Arvid Soderblom settle into a backup role, and then possibly he could have been the starter or split starts with someone else next year. And if that was the case, I think they would have felt a little bit better about letting Peter Morazic walk in free agency. But considering Soderblom has struggled mightily, and I don't think they want to be rushing Drew Camesso or Jackson Stauber along in the process. Adam Guyan is still a ways away, of course. I, I do wonder if Kyle Davidson is already thinking or already in potential negotiations with Peter Morazic to maybe bring him back on another one-year contract to come back and be the starter again next year. Because as we're seeing it right now, Arvid Soderblom doesn't look like he's ready to take on that role next year. So I would not be surprised if Kyle Davidson is already thinking this or already working on something behind closed doors, because they're going to need someone to be their starting goaltender next year. And Peter Morazic, I, I mean, has a good connection is a veteran guy uh, has been with the squad for a couple of seasons now. So he's familiar with Luke Richardson and everything he's, he's, preaching and what they're trying to do here in this organization. He understands it. He gets it. And it also allows him an opportunity to continue to be a starter at the NHL level. So I feel like it could be a good situation for both sides potentially, but uh, I just wouldn't be surprised if Peter Morazic is back with the Blackhawks last season, given how, you know, young the Blackhawks goaltender situation is right now and Soderblom not looking ready to take that next step. And also just because Peter Morazic has been outstanding this season, once again, in my opinion, co-MVP of the Blackhawks in the first half here with Connor Bedard, undoubtedly in my mind, the number one star of the game last night as well to help the Blackhawks get this OT win over the Jets. All right, coming up in just a moment here, Blackhawks fans. Yes, I will be talking about the Wonder Boy, Connor Bedard, putting the team on his back and calling his own number in overtime to get the win. But first, I need to talk to you all about game time. You shouldn't have to worry or stress when you're buying tickets to your next big event. And game time is the fast and easy way for you to buy tickets to all the sports comedy, music, and theater events that are near you. And I personally have been using game time for probably close to 10 years now, since I was back in high school, going down to the UC to see uh, Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, Duncan Keith, Seabrook, Hosa, Crawford, all those Blackhawks legends. I've been using game time for quite a while now, whether I'm going to Blackhawks games in Chicago or going to Wrigley Field to go and see the Chicago Cubs, or even if I'm traveling in, in another city and wanting to go to a theater show or wanting to go to a concert, Game time is the perfect place for you to get all of your tickets the cheapest and the fastest way. And I also love how they send you pictures and images from every seat in the house so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. I highly recommend you all go and download the Game Time app right now. And when you do, make sure to create an account and use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL in all caps to get $20 off with your first purchase. Again, you can get $20 off to come and see Connor Bedard at the United Center this season. All you have to do is download Game Time, create an account, and use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL in all caps. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed, Game Time. 
Segment two. All right. We got to talk about the night that Connor Medard had, folks. Oh, my goodness. And to go and do what he did with the biggest crowd of the season on hand at the United Center, I think it just makes it even more special. And like I said, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are uh, wearing Connor Bedard jerseys for the first time here following Christmas and also in the Blackhawks' first game after Christmas. A lot of people on hand. I'm sure a lot of people tuning in as well. There was uh, no football or anything going on last night. For Connor Bedard to go and make the statement he did and for him to go and have that type of performance, uh, I think it's going to magnify what a special type of talent he is even freaking more. And over the last couple of weeks, man, it's just becoming more and more evident that he's starting to get situated. He's starting to get comfortable. And I think that's stood out. What stood out the most to me is how he's diversifying his game, how he's growing, how he's learning, how he's adapting on the fly to continue to lead the charge for this Blackhawks offense. Uh, Not only last night did Bedard extend his point streak to five games with his uh, 14th goal of the season to put the Blackhawks ahead one to nothing in the first period, 12 of his 14 goals, by the way, at that point in time, had come in the first period, which is just such a weird statistic. Feels like Connor Bedard first goal scorer is probably something that we should bet all season long Blackhawks fans. Uh, But it was also just his third goal at the United center as well. The road point streaks and the road goals have really what we've been seeing Bedard uh, do so far this year. But then obviously uh, Mrazek goes and wills this one into overtime. And then Bedard takes matters into his own hands, skates into the offensive zone all alone, by the way, like really, really called his own number here was like, yeah, I'm going to go and do this myself. Skates all the way down by himself, walks into the offensive zone and just rips a laser beam of a shot over the glove of Connor Hallibuck. One of the best goaltenders in the NHL, might I add, who's having another spectacular season is at the forefront of Winnipeg getting off to this really good start. Bedard's 15th goal of the season lifts the Blackhawks to the win in overtime. What a moment that was. And there was a special like ice level view that was shared on social media yesterday. And to see, I mean, the velocity that Bedard has on that wrister, it's just simply unbelievable. But watching all the UC fans going up into a frenzy after it uh, and celebrating, man, it was really cool that they got that type of moment after a pretty lackluster regulation. I mean, the Blackhawks did not look all that good in this game. For them to get to witness that moment at the end, um, it's going to hold Bedard even more dearer in a lot of folks' hearts last night. But I honestly don't know what the Winnipeg Jets were thinking in this moment was the first thing that came to mind because I think it was Josh Morrissey who was out there on the ice, maybe even Neil Pionk with them, two of their best defensemen. Um, They gave Bedard so much room. I don't know what they were thinking. It's almost like they didn't understand who was charging down the ice with the puck on their stick. It's almost like they weren't intimidated of 18-year-old Connor Bedard. Like, oh, who's this kid? He thinks he's just going to go and walk down here and call his own number and call game? Yeah, yeah, he does. He has the confidence already to think that he can do that, and he will do that. And this was something I said leading into this season, Blackhawks fans. I more so meant it on the Blackhawks power play, and man, what a time. The preseason, the Blackhawks power play looked amazing. I really thought they were going to have a good man advantage this year. And one of the biggest reasons why I thought that was because teams, they have to respect Connor Bedard's shot. And if they didn't, they were going to learn the hard way. Well, the Winnipeg Jets, they learned the hard way. They gave Bedard so much room 
to walk into the offensive zone. It's almost like they dared him to shoot it from the top of the circles. And guess what? Connor Bedard is going to take on that dare every single time. And he made him pay for it, baby. Absolute beauty for his 15th goal of the season. Bedard is just on a heater here, Blackhawks fans. Uh, eight points over his last five games now. Uh, second in the NHL, might I add. Not second among rookies. Second in the NHL with 11 even strength goals this season. Uh, his 15 goals on the year are tied for 26th in the NHL. I mentioned the eight points in his last five games, including a Michigan goal. He's blowing away all the other rookies in all of the categories and starting to inch towards that point per game margin. He's now got 32 points, 15 goals, 17 assists in 34 games this season, leading score for the Blackhawks. And he's doing it by a pretty wide margin. Philip Kurashev is the next Blackhawk closest to him in terms of points. Bedard has 34. Kershev has 20, and then the next closest Blackhawk after that is Nick Foligno with 17, half of the points, basically, that Connor Bedard has this season. He's leading them in every category. He's their most valuable skater at 18 years of age. He is such a special talent, Blackhawks fans, and it's been awesome to be getting these reminders of just how special he already is and just another reminder of how bright the future is going to be with Connor Bedard in our back pocket. Boy, oh boy, are we blessed Blackhawks fans. And I mentioned the thing that's been impressive the most to me about Bedard is how much he's diversifying his game and how much he's learning on the fly how to have success in different areas, learning where to go and how to maneuver himself in order to have success. I mean, the playmaking has been something that's clearly been picking up these last couple of weeks. And I thought last night, we his first goal uh, to put the Blackhawks ahead one and nothing in the first period was one of his first greasy goals that we've seen this season. Not a whole lot of greasy goals out of Connor Bedard. Um, so I thought that was nice to see him going to the net with a purpose, going and following up a, a, re- a rebound of his own there. Um, for his 14th goal of the season. And then also being able to go and score the pretty ones like we saw in overtime where, like I mentioned, he already has the confidence and the poise and uh, the mental fortitude to trust his skills and to trust his instincts out there and to try stuff like that and to be willing to call his own number. Um, It's really special. And I think he's just going to continue to grow and grow and grow and add more arsenal to his weaponry and that's going to be really scary for opposing NHL players and opposing NHL teams because what he's doing already is incredible and the scary part is he's still closer to 18 than he is 19 and yeah he's only going to get better and better and better but what a first 34 games what a last couple of weeks here for Connor Bedard showing clear and noticeable signs of growth which I mean, he was already good earlier on in the season, only getting better and better and better in front of our own eyes. It's a lot of fun to watch, especially when the Blackhawks can put it together with wins. Even better when Connor Bedard calls it himself. His first overtime winner as a member of the Chicago Blackhawks. First overtime winner in the NHL, I believe that made him the third youngest player in NHL history to score an OT winner for his team. All right, coming up in just a moment here, Blackhawks fans, before I wrap things up, I do also want to make sure to discuss Alex Vlasic's spectacular return to the lineup after missing the last four games. But first, I need to talk to you all about FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. 
because right now new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Again, you heard me right. That's 150 bucks if your team wins outright with just a $5 money line bet. So if you've been thinking about joining or signing up for FanDuel, there's legitimately no better time to get in on the action than right now because the NFL is starting to get to the nitty gritty. We're just two weeks away from the start of the playoffs and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all regular season long. All you have to do is pick any team such as the Bengals, the Ravens, or the Falcons to win Moneyline outright with a $5 bet, and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if they're able to come home with the victory. And you can use these bonus bets to bet on anything from the point spreads to the money line, over-unders, player props, and much, much more. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, they pay you out instantly when you win. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, an official partner of the National Football League. Back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure if you haven't already to please go and smash the like button, comment down below, and subscribe to the Lockdown Blackhawks YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. And also make sure to go and check out the new Lockdown Sports Today because Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Segment three, I did also want to make sure to talk about the game that Alex Vlasic had last night in his return to the lineup His first game in over two weeks, the last time he played was back on December 14th on the road in Seattle against the Kraken. And I'll tell you what, Blackhawks fans, it looked like and it felt like Alex Vlasic didn't skip a beat last night in his return on the top line with Connor Murphy, who is actually someone he really hasn't played all that much with this season. So going up with a semi-unfamiliar D partner and in his first game back, Alex Vlasic was outstanding. Not only did he have uh, a primary assist on the game-winning goal to Connor Bedard, he also added two block shots and was plus two on ice for both of the Blackhawks goals that they scored in 20 minutes and 16 seconds. And diving deeper into Vlasic's performance, the analytics were absolutely amazing. He led the Blackhawks in basically every category and was number one on their post-game impact chart led the Blackhawks with a 53.85 Corsi 4 percentage, which means shot attempts for to shot attempts against. He was on the ice for 53.85 shot attempts for, was on the ice for 66.67. So when he was on the ice, the Blackhawks recorded 66.67% of the shots on goal. His uh, expected goals for percentage was a team high 76.55 When he was on the ice, the Blackhawks had 81.82% of the scoring chances and 100% of the high danger chances. And oh, he did this while starting 66.92% of his uh, taking when he started. This is a toughie to kind of word. I apologize for this. 66.92% of his zone starts, meaning where he started out on the ice, came in the defensive zone. So 
It's not like he was going in the offensive zone and getting all these offensive situations and leading the Blackhawks in scoring chances for percentage, high danger chances for percentage. No, he was getting situations like a defensive defenseman would and still coming out with some of these numbers uh, was on the ice for, like I said, both goals that the Blackhawks scored uh, in a night where the Blackhawks lost the Corsi four battle as a team, 75 to 37. That's how good Alex Vlasic was last night. And I think it was just another reminder that Alex Vlasic as a rookie at 22 years old is already the Blackhawks best defenseman. He's their best defenseman. It, it's, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Even, I mean, Connor Murphy is a veteran, but hasn't had a really good season their last couple of years. I could make the argument for Seth Jones, but I think considering what we expect out of Seth Jones, he's been underwhelming offensively. He's been all right defensively. For Alex Vlasic to already be like a defensive stud at 22 in his first full NHL campaign, that's pretty gosh darn impressive. And I think he, at this point in time, I've heard this from a lot of fans, and you got to feel like the Blackhawks front office is thinking the same thing. Seems like Vlasic has kind of locked himself up as a piece of the Blackhawks blue line moving forward throughout this rebuild. It feels like he's the one of these youngsters, the first one to kind of go and set his position in stone, assuming he'll be able to keep doing what he's doing already. But the hope is, and the belief is that he's only going to get better and better and better with uh, more experience. But man, it's been really cool to watch Alex Vlasic develop these last couple of years. I have a tweet from back in 2019 when the Blackhawks drafted him. I'll post it on social media here soon. And I believe I've done it already as well. But when Alex Vlasic, this was when the Hawks drafted Kirby Dock third overall. I remember that next day, the second day of the draft, rounds two through seven happened. When the Hawks were on the clock at number 43, I was begging for them to take Alex Vlasic. They did. I remember running through my house going absolutely nuts. I was so pumped to get this kid and go and watch what he's done with Boston University and in Rockford and everything to get him here in Chicago at this point in time. The last four years, it makes it even sweeter that Alex Vlasic has turned into this type of defenseman. And I'll tell you what, it has to give the Blackhawks organization a good boost of confidence that what they're doing down in Rockford, it's significant. And also it's what's working. And, you know, with Wyatt Kaiser going back down there, Ethan Del Mastro, Nolan Allen, and their first cup, first season of professional hockey. That's to give the Blackhawks organization a little bit more belief that they're on the right track in terms of what they're doing as an organization top to bottom. Because for far too long, we all know this, Rockford was kind of neglected and it didn't become all that. It really didn't develop any impact players for the Chicago Blackhawks. It's kind of a result of trading a lot of first round picks or top prospects in order to go and contend year in and year out. That's kind of the sad result of it is your minor league affiliate just kind of gets neglected a little bit. And that was the case for far too long. But since Kyle Davidson has taken over, it's become such a key focal point of the Blackhawks organization once again. And to see what Alex Vlasic has turned into after one full season down in Rockford, it has to have them high on what they're doing down there and also the potential growth for guys like Wyatt Kaiser, Ethan Del Mastro, Nolan Allen, so on and so forth. And all the guys who are going to be joining them for the next couple of years. It's been awesome to watch Alex Vlasic flourish into what he is right here, right now. And like Connor Bedard, I think we have to be super excited about what Vlasic is going to be in a couple of years based on what we've seen from him already in his rookie season at 22 years of age.
All right, Blackhawks fans, that's going to wrap up today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, thank you all again for tuning into the show, and please make sure to go and follow Locked On Blackhawks for free right now, wherever you may be listening to your podcast. Even if you're watching on YouTube, just go and help your boy out. Make sure you're downloading those podcasts regularly. And if you're not already, go and subscribe to Locked On Blackhawks on YouTube. That way, you can get the YouTube video as soon as it comes out each and every day. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Go and give me a follow on X at Jack Bushman too. And also make sure to go and follow my strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. So until tomorrow's episode, that's going to do it here for the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.